Welcome to Aiming for the Moon. I am Taylor Bledsoe. And I'm Maddie Henry. And on this podcast, we interview interesting people from a teenage perspective. And today we'll be interviewing Giancarlo Esposito, who is a four-time Emmy Award nominee. He's also well-known for his performance as Gus Fring in Breaking Bad and for his performance as Moff Gideon in the highly popular series The Mandalorian. He's also an award-winning Broadway performer. So here's part two of the two-part interview. So on to our last two questions. And the first one is, what books have had an impact on you and why? Well, I'm going to um, be audience specific because I immediately thought of a, of a book and a film that had a very strong impact on me, uh, Lord of the Flies. Um, you know, that, that book to me was um, very powerful because it spoke to survival, tribalism, friendship, uh, sincerity. Uh, it, it really was a film that was so raw uh, after, you know, the book had such a great imaginary quality. I don't know if any film can live up to a complete book because you, with a book, you're able to really create um, an imagination in your imagination, the world that lives in, in that particular um book of relationships. But Lord of the Flies to me was both frightening and um, and uh, slightly hopeful, uh, but it really spoke to the tribalism, I think, that we're um, revisiting today. Um, and I'm a person who's from an interracial marriage, grew up, born in Copenhagen, raised in Europe, um, saw, always felt like I was from the best of both worlds, came to America and experienced racism and from both sides and felt like, okay, you know, took me years to really get with the fact and be as proud as I am today of my Italian heritage as I am of my African-American heritage. So Lord of the Flies was really impactful for me. Um, And it led me to think about a movie I did recently called The Maze Runner. Um, uh, Those books were also very powerful uh, to me. Uh, The the series of six books uh, were strong because it spoke to a world um, where we are, we, we hope that will never happen, but a world that could very well be, uh, be visited um, upon us soon. And that's also a story of survival and goodness and taking sides and tribalism. But for my character, Jorge, um, in that particular book, um, it was really about doing what was right. And so when we meet Jorge in that, he sequestered himself in a sort of community and society where he could control it and raise um, the the girl who uh, he raises as his daughter and the people he protects away from uh, the bad the bad guys and also from the good guys who are also bad guys. You know what I mean? You know? So so I, I really I really like that piece because it speaks to individuality. It speaks to the ability of going. I'm original. Um, I really have. I can be who I am. And that originality is something that in today's world, I think is lost on many people. I think that the more I meet young people who really are willing to forge their own path and no matter how eccentric or um, how weird it is, uh, but they believe that that is their path, that's their connection to their insides and who they are, um, I believe in that. Uh, especially because I'm an artist. I, I know there's a certain, um, certainly we have to 
sort of fit in to a certain extent, but, um, but what is the barometer of that extent? And so we have advertising today that plays into be like this, be like this. You need to look like this to be pretty. You need to have this kind of makeup and this kind of hair and these color eyes. And, and you know, it plays into us all sort of being the same in many, many ways and copying each other. Um, and I don't believe in that um, at all. I believe that originality um, brings us closer to our original and authentic selves. And it's really important to chase that, not chase what everyone else is chasing. Now, certainly there, there's the pressures that come from, you know, uh, friends, people we think are friends, people we think are colleagues, uh, people that um, are in our lives who we thought at one point we valued their opinion. And then they show us that, oh, maybe there's nothing really inside there for me to value. Maybe it doesn't line, or maybe there is, but it doesn't line up with who I am or what I am. And so, you know, in leading to what may be your next question, because <laughs> um, I think it all plays into that same kind of area, but ask it, ask it anyway. Okay, so what advice do you have for teenagers? My advice is to be yourself, be true to yourself. It was one of the things that George C. Scott told me. It was the message of Taps, the film I did with Timothy Hutton, Sean Penn, George C. Scott. You know, be true to yourself. Thy, be true to thine own. Um, said in many different languages in old English literature. Um, but what is that? Like, yeah, young people are like, well, what does that mean? It means follow your heart um, and your passion. Cultivate your intellect and find a way to link that up with your desire. And that is a standout human being. Um, and that takes courage. It takes courage to go against the tide. Um, it's not only um, physically uh, uh, exhausting, because everyone's going, if you, if you think of it that way, in a tunnel of people, everyone's coming at you and you're going the other way. But you're going in a way that your heart's leading you. And so dedication and commitment and sacrifice, those are the things that are going to get young people or any people, you know, where you want to go. And that can never be left out. That's got to be at the start. But we're in a world where advertising tells us, I, you know, like my world, to be a star, you got to do this and, and look at advertising and be pretty and and have body parts that are exemplify what everyone else looks like. How disgusting is that to me? You know, why can't I be looked at for who I really am? So my advice is, you know, sacrifice, dedication, sacrifice, and commitment are the things that are going to get you where you want to go, no matter what you want to do. And what you do today determines your tomorrow. There's no doubt about this in my mind. If you have a desire and want to do something and you take 10 minutes a day to put your attention there, either writing it down, talking about it, creating a plan, um, whatever that is, that becomes systematic because you're then creating your own future. You're then inviting your own future. You're then voicing your own future. And that has no choice but to come for you. There's no choice because we don't know when we're young and sometimes we don't even know when we're old that we create our reality, that it's a choice. If I think about 
where I want to be every single day, and I take steps to get there, small, itty-bitty steps, I'm going to get there. If I envision it and see it, it's going to happen. There's going to be hard days, rough days, up days, down days, days that go completely freaking sideways. But in the end, if you keep your focus, you'll get where you need to go. And if it lines up with your passion and your heart, you'll be unstoppable. And those, it's, that, that's hard to hear and listen to because you have to do something to get something. You just do. There's the sacrifice. You know, I wasn't out. I mean, I had a sense of play when I was a kid, but I played on in the theater because I knew that was play. But I had to cut short the time playing kickball, dodgeball, basketball, baseball. I was a great catcher in Little League. I loved it. Taught me how to play, really play. But when you make a decision about your life and you want to have something happen, um, it's not going to just fall on your lap. You got to step, take steps to make it happen. And guess what? You can't because I did and it wasn't easy. And I still every day cultivate my desires, my dreams for tomorrow. So all I can say is dream big, have the biggest dream. Oh, your friends may go, oh, you're crazy. You're never gonna do that. I was told those things. You're not gonna make it. You're a theater actor. You have to learn how to act. You can't act. It's not gonna happen, blah, 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 you know? You know, you really, you got to go like that and go, okay, certainly remember it because that's going to propel you. But you know, everything you need to know is inside you and you know you can get there because you've seen it. And when you visualize it and see it, there's no way that it can happen. And it's really inspiring, but it seems like it's more than just imagining it. It's taking the little steps every single day, the 10 minutes, as you said, to try to build it. It's not going to just because you dreamed, oh, I want to be a famous Hollywood actor and stand in the stage with all the applause. It's not going to happen unless you actually will go to your local theater and try it. The, Hollywood isn't just going to call you and say, hey, we saw you on social media. Do you want to have this role? You have to actually do stuff to get there. So it's not just the dream that you have. You have to actually take the steps to get to the dream. That's it's cool. not the old days where you can be discovered at a soda fountain, you know, and it depends on how, how tough, how thick skinned you are. You know, I mean, I, I went to an audition for the film called Taps with a casting director in New York, Shirley Rich. This is many, many years ago. And I read for her and she said, oh, you have to learn how to act. And I went, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. She really just said that to me. <laughs> did not just break my face. She did. And then she went, oh, let me amend that. You need to learn how to act for the camera. Oh, you've been on the stage for so long. It's just you're way too big and way too over the top. I suggest you go do some plays. I, I, and you cut your teeth and learn how to bring it all in. So I was crushed. I walked out of that office in tears. What do you do with that? Do you quit or do you stand up? You know, or do you do what you're told, right? See, we're in a society where, where these devices have gotten us all very smart very quickly. But how are we smart? Are we really smart or are we really listening? So I went away and did what you told me. I went away and did um, three plays in a year at a little small theater in, in New York called Henry Street Settlement, which led me to the Negro Ensemble Company, which led me to winning an Obie Award for a play. A year after I didn't get the part, I got a call to go audition for the part again. And I went, Taps, that movie was made. And the casting person, as assistant said, nope, Shirley wants to see you. It got canceled. It's on again, starring Georgie e. Scott, 
Timothy Hutton. She wants you to come in and read. I went in and read that morning and there was silence after I read for her. And she just went, what did you do? I said, I did what you told me to do. She said, well, now I'm telling you to come back at three o'clock and read with the star of the movie and the studio and the producers. Would you do that? I said, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. <laughs> that is really laughing. inspiring. <laughs> I went back at three o'clock. I read the scene. I read it once. I read it again. There was other people out in the lobby who just looked at me because they knew I was like formidable. Um, and I was going to get what I needed to get. They knew me from theater. And the producer, um, the Jaffe brothers, Stanley Jaffe, chased me out of the room and took me in the hallway because there were other people waiting to audition. He didn't even, and he said, would you do this movie? And I looked at him and I went, are you kidding me? Would I do this movie? Of course I'll do this movie. <laughs> it was my first big Hollywood role. You know, so there you go. When you're told you can't, I wouldn't take no for an answer. But I also, you know, I also knew I had to listen to what I was told. So I went and did my work. And, you know, you either stand up or you fold. And that's what life's about. So don't fold, stand up, because you can all do it. Yeah, that is really inspiring because it's more than just standing against the culture and standing against what people tell you. It's actually following what they tell you to do to get to where you want to go. So that's really inspiring. Well, thank you. I really mean it. It's my story. It's part of my story, So, which is why I like to share, um, especially with, with um, you know, uh, younger, less jaded human beings who are beginning their journey. Because, you know, you're told a lot of things and we all come from families of origin and our parents say, yeah, I want you to be a doctor. And you go, yeah, I have the grades to be a doctor, but I don't love that. You know, I'd like to, you know, try this first. Oh, no, that's not for you. Um, but I do, I feel like that the charity work and working for UNESCO or working for people who don't have or are not as privileged as me is really going to bring me happiness. And so many times we as parents go, no, nah, it's stupid. You're not going to make a penny to be poor all your life. Well, who cares? You're going to be rich because you did what um, allowed you to soar and spread your wings and what made you happy. And that connection and passion is the only thing to follow. It's terribly important. Um, because it'll allow you to never have to work a day in your life, but to have a very full and complete life that you are pleased and happy with. And, and no one's to say that you can't have more than one career. You know, I was, I've been an actor for years and years, but now I direct and I write. And um, there are other things in my life that have come out of my, as a form of expression that I pursue. Um, so you can have more than one career you just have to know what you want now and go after it. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We could talk to you probably for hours, but I know you don't have the time and our classes, we have school and everything, but it's been crazy being able to talk to you and we've loved every minute of it. It's been awesome. Well, thank you so much, Taylor. and Thank you, Maddie. It's been completely my pleasure and I'm so happy we could be together today. That was crazy. Maddie, what did you think about that? Sorry, I'm still trying to get over the fact and trying to make sure my mind doesn't blow up again because I <laughs> cannot believe we got to talk to him. That was so fun. And I loved all the stuff that he had to say. 
Yeah, it was crazy. He talked a lot about how it's more than just dreaming that gets you to where you want to go. It's actually following the steps to get to where your dream is. You can't just say, oh, I want to have the applause. I want to have the cameras. I want to have the action. I want to have the stuff. You have to actually take the steps to get there. It's not going to fall into your lap, as he said. <laughs> I did like that. And I liked hearing a little bit more about like kind of what it really is like being an actor, actress, like behind camera. Cause like Heather and I said, we've done kind of small productions, not, not huge at all, but small product, like stage, like theater, you know, like plays and stuff, but it's crazy how in depth and how into character he gets and how he's so passionate about it. And I really thought that was super inspiring. Yeah, it is. It's it was very interesting, as you said, learning about kind of that niche area and how everyone interacts and how the technicians are a huge part of of the success of the movies and everything that goes into that. I thought that was really interesting. Um, And I loved how he says hi and introduces himself to all the sound people, all of the technicians. That's awesome. And his book, The Lord of the Flies, I haven't read it, but obviously I know what it is. Um, And he also recommended Maze Runner. Which, obviously, Maddie and I have read that. A lot of people have read that. It's kind of like you think of Maze Runner and you think The Hunger Games as well. And they're just two. That's a really good book series. I haven't actually had the time to watch the movies yet. I need to. I know you have. So, yeah, it's interesting. His advice was also really inspiring, I thought. Maddie, what did you think about his advice? I liked his advice because he kind of really went in, into kind of in-depth, like dream big. We've had that kind of concept introduced into our podcast before, but I liked that he was saying like, take 10 minutes and really do it. Like take those steps. Because like you said, you can't be like, oh, I want to be a Hollywood actor and then sit there and just be like, oh, that'd be fun. Think about it. Take those steps, get involved with stuff, like really go and be active and do that and dream big. Like he said, and you can reach where you want to go and be what you want to be. And I think that's awesome. And he's kind it's, of a living testament of that. So yeah, it's, it's really inspiring. So that was an incredible interview. And I loved like our entire time. That might've been one of our longest interviews. And that was, that was awesome. So our announcement sections, everyone check out aimingforthemoon.com. We have blog posts. We have guest pages of these people. We have their pictures up there. We have our podcast logs. We have our merch. If you want to support us and help us get better mics and, you know, help us grow the podcast, check out some merch. It's comfortable. We're biased, but it is. Definitely go see that. And then the other thing is we have social media. Follow us there. We release updates. We release other things. Um... Yeah, so that's aiming the number four moon on Twitter and Instagram. So check us out there. Follow us. I don't know, like something we've posted there. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do all that stuff that they tell you to do. Um, rate, subscribe, share it. Share it with your uncle you see once a year. Share it with your aunt. Share it with your teacher. Share it with your teacher's friends. And leave a good rating if you like it. Leave a bad rating if you don't like it. Although that will make me sad. Yeah, it helps with the algorithms too. So please rate, subscribe, and share. So yeah, Maddie, am I missing anything? I think you covered everything. You even said your tagline about the uncle. So I think we're good. Great. That's awesome. All right. So don't forget. Set your sights high. And aim for the moon.